0: Hello, everybody. As I'm sure you're all well aware of, season three of Animaniacs, that reboot show has started. And instead of talking Ooh. about this, I have yeah, ripped- with that? I have ripped little Crabsworth Nathan away from that. And I've forced him to continue on with episode six. That's right, we're past the halfway point of this Simpsons defense. I've ripped him away. From, from Animaniacs.
1: Figuring out a way to watch Animaniacs as soon as possible. This is going to be the hardest episode I have to try to defend. This is just awful, absolutely awful. Uh,
0: so to recap for everybody um, who's just joining us, don't know why you are just joining us, but who's whoever's just joining us, um, we both have a list of 10 Simpsons episodes. Uh, these lists are all um, they cannot include season 10 and before. So they're all season 11 onwards are in play. Uh, they do not include uh, Treehouse episodes because we did that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear us talk about it again. We, we've we done that. I'm going Treehouse 3. I will gladly talk about Treehouse Story 3 again. It's great. Um, and then for my list, mine are, with those specifications, uh, the episodes that Little Crabs with Nathan here feels that I, Miri, um, would enjoy for various reasons. And then Little Crabs with Nathan, we took the IMDB rated list, started at the lowest, um, removed anything that was uh, not within those parameters, but also anything that was a compilation episode, or something that he could defend off the top of his head. And we made a top ten list of the lowest rated Simpsons episodes. So now that we're on six, episode six of our little Simpsons defense review, uh, I have Gone Maggie Gone and Little Crabsworth Nathan has the greatest story ever dode. see, I give you the good episode. You do. So- uh um, I this piece yeah. of garbage. So, usually I'd be talking for like 20 minutes about the episode and giving you a play-by-play and everything. Um, I'm gonna do the summary and then I'm gonna tell you the one note I had for this episode. So, Maggie goes missing. Lisa stumbles across a, uh, you know, A Da Vinci code type conspiracy puzzle to to solve and find Maggie and um, Lisa thinks that she's like the the second coming saviour of the convent in Springfield Uh, turns out she's not it's in fact Maggie that's why they stole Maggie Um, and then there's this kind of ultimate showdown and everything that that happens Um, so I love Maggie. Uh, I also very much enjoy the dynamic between Maggie and Lisa when it's done well. Um, and that being, there are some mixed feelings. Like, Lisa does have a bit of a Ego. jealous, what? Ego. Yeah, jealousy mixed with a feeling of imposter syndrome and stuff, and Maggie tends to bring that out in Lisa, and it's something Lisa struggles with, although I will commend them Lisa is self-aware of it and tries to deal, as much as, you know, a kid can. Because remember, she's still a kid. Yeah. So it's fun. To, to see, like, you know, Lisa think that she's special and then, you know, no matter how good she is, no matter how hard she tries and succeeds, she's always kind of second place, at which feeds her insecurity uh, to Maggie. Uh, and, and it's done so well because at the same time, it's like she's not going to turn her back on Maggie. This is still her her baby sister. She's gotta like save Maggie, of course. But yeah, so it's great. So my only note on that episode was this episode made no sense. Absolutely no sense. And then holy fucking shit that ending with with Maggie being the savior of the world. But like, no, we are a family and our family matters and you don't get to like take Maggie away. And then Bart takes the seat, and he's like the. I'm a Bring the peace. Yeah, it's it's so just great. It's it it's a wild ride. You just have to accept it.
1: Yeah. So if I can be totally honest, this is one of those episodes where
0: I don't really like it. I can
1: I can tell you the last five and most of the last bits the last few episodes that Miri's got left, I enjoy I enjoy greatly Um, this one again, just because it deals so heavily with Lisa Um, and she's season 20 self-righteous Lisa, who is dealing with as Miri said, her ego imposter syndrome, jealousy I don't really like that in my Lisa the reason I picked this episode purely is for Miri's reaction to two things, so I'm actually glad that she highlighted both of them. <laughs> and that is that this would be batshit bonkers, um, dealing with the Covenant, and then Bart's, step aside, ladies, I'm bringing the peace. Yeah, it's... I can tell you, when I first saw that episode, even now when I go back and I rewatch it, I play that shit back. <laughs> it's five or six times it's so funny
0: it's so good it's also so fitting and it also makes me um realize that lisa is very much middle child syndrome like very very much so and then you have uh bart the antichrist (laughs) and maggie the savior of the universe and it's just it's I don't know why, it's just, it's such a put on crack, the dynamic between those three siblings, and that's what this episode is. Like, they, they put it on crack, dialed it to 11, this episode makes no sense, and then that ending comes in and you're just like, yes, this is everything now. Um, Yeah, So that's all I had to say about this episode. Now we move. moving... Now we move into yours, and I'll I'll summarize it for you, and I'll also give you my one and only note on the episode. Thank Sis. you.
1: I hate it. Thank you. Anything you can do, thank you.
0: So this is a this is a heavy Ned Flanders religion one. Sure. Uh, study group is going on at his house. Uh, Simpson is solved by the study group just shutting the freaking curtain. Yeah, it could have all been solved. It all could have been solved by Flanders being like three
1: seconds, excuse me, and then just like shutting the curtain. That's all it would have taken. Yeah. Homer wasn't doing a goddamn thing to him, and Flanders just decides, oh fuck it, I'm gonna go save him and
0: meddle, and I don't get much shit for it. Yeah. So, anyway, Bible study group's happening. Homer is doing slip and slide in his underwear. Apparently that's not okay. They decide not to close the curtains.
1: I will have you know it's amazing. Yeah.
0: I don't know uh, if you've done
1: slip and slide, either in underwear or a bathing suit, but it is one of the coolest things uh, quite literally <laughs> that you could do.
0: Um... Anyway, it's,
1: the chance that it's, the most,
0: like, it's such a family activity. The
1: Flanders just has to go
0: shit on it,
1: ah, oh, because I, Ned Flanders, not not neighborino Ned Flanders.
0: Yeah. So long story short, the Simpsons go on like you know pilgrimage to Israel with Ned Flanders and study group. Um, hijinks Sue. Ned Flanders has a breakdown when Simpson isn't kicked out of some ancient temple, but he is. Um, you know, he's the one who's making a scene. Yeah, uh, Homer, he, he damns Homer and says that he's irredeemable, blah, 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 and then goes off. Homer thinks he goes into the desert, and when a sandstorm's coming, Homer goes into the desert uh, to save him. And then when Homer comes back, he believes he's the next messiah. But guess what? Everybody else thinks they're the next messiah. And then we've got like plane ride home with all the messiahs in their bedsheets. Uh, my one comment on this is the opening and another moment. Um, I completely agree with Homer Simpson prioritizing no pants. I know for me personally. Uh, yeah, that's who who wants pants? No, no pants, that's what I say. We have le- we have leggings now, we've sweatpants now. There there's no reason for stiff pants. There's no no reason for those. So I completely agree with him when he's really upset he has to put on pants because I too would be upset if I had to put on pants. Um and then also the entire group prioritizes going to the epic bra- breakfast buffet before doing any of the the religious sightseeing and I agree with that. You've got to
1: take your own omelets. Yeah.
0: It was like you already paid for it and it was like for 10 minutes or something until yeah like they had 10 minutes left in the breakfast buffet like you can hit a breakfast buffet and especially when you're in a group with friends and family you can coordinate and hit that breakfast buffet in 10 minutes like Flanders was losing no time on the religious sightseeing. So that's kind of all I have to say about this episode. Love the no pants, love the breakfast buffet priority. And the rest of it was kind of meh for me. I don't, I I don't necessarily like a super preachy Flanders. So. No.
1: And this is him at his absolute prejudice. And it's done to an extent where he's where he himself is irredeemable yeah and at the end of the episode he learns nothing about how he could have possibly fucked up the simpsons and thus his own vacation the like there is literally everything could have been solved for flanders flanders could have had a wonderful time homer could have had a wonderful time if Flanders just decided not to meddle, to let it go, to, to shut his curtain. Homer was not in his backyard. Homer was not antagonizing Flanders in any way. Homer and the whole inciting incident of this is Homer being a good father to his children, something that non-religious super preachy Flanders would actually appreciate. Yeah. It's um, it's not he Flanders was... way of doing things,
0: but he's still being a good dad. Yeah, it's slip and slide in the backyard. Yeah, like that. That's that's literally all it was. Yeah, that's that was
1: Flanders.
0: Big um, thing. And now that I think about it, um, the. The musical episode with Marge, where she's a stage manager, and yes, she was in the wrong, but so were all of the other people, and she's the only one who yeah. has to feel bad about it. That's what it felt like here. Was Homer's yeah. the only one who has to feel bad about his role to play? You know, Flanders no, Homer, doesn't. He's not really in the wrong? No, he's not. No, they, Sh- uh, should he have been I... wearing swim trunks? Probably. No, but I mean, they they were pretty opaque underwear. Like I couldn't see anything.
1: No, they're, they're, they're opaque underwear. And more importantly, Homer throughout this entire episode is just thinking that he's on vacation and he's trying to make memories the Homer Simpson way. There was once where Flanders got pissed at him for videotaping Bart for doing a handstand near some sort of sacred site. I forget what it was. But Homer is just trying to make memories with his son. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that shouldn't be condemned by Flanders, nor should it be seen as anything in the wrong, especially if you know jerk ass Homer and know just how bad he can get to. Uh, That being said, though, like going back to the opening, which is the only way I can defend this episode uh homer's whole slip and slide get up is genius like i wish i could cinder block the end of my slip and slide so that it goes into a ramp into a kiddie pool that is an amazing plan i don't know how he thought of it i'm pretty sure lisa thought of it for him but the fact that he was able to implement that is genius Uh, Also, Homer riding Barney like a skateboard in the background between the Reverend Lovejoy and Flanders exchange. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, The line, latkes aren't as good as American pancakes. Homer's telling the truth. The sign, welcome to Israel, your American tax dollars at work is just plain nice. Um, And Homer in the USA adored everything with the short shorts. It's just, no, no, but it works so well if you're trying to do a subtle jerk-ass homer. Um, And uh, Krusty praying to the Lord to fix his parking tickets. Yep. Um, Also, the, um, the Barton's security guide tour girl And uh, her line, hello groin, as she kicked Bart in the groin. Yes! Funny as hell.
0: Oh, that was Um, so funny.
1: A sand horse, Cars of the Desert. Um, Flanders going to see the Reformers. The Reformers was funny. Uh, Vegetales for the win. And just everything involving Homer's um Homer's hallucination is fun that being said yeah i know why this is one of the worst the crux of the episode is this homer does not do anything to deserve the world crashing down on him or people getting angry at him ned's bible study is the one that collapses due to the sight of homer uh homer was playing in his own backyards flanders initiates and insults homer on homer's property reverend lovejoy attempts to coax flanders into saving homer who didn't want to be saved nor did he do anything against the church um homer did not want any part of this it was march who insisted on going to israel not homer it was march who insisted on paying their own way unlike homer which by the way if the bible study had have paid for the simpsons that would have given ned some sort of justification but no you had to insist on taking that away um And it's just Homer's not beholden to anyone on this trip. Homer takes time out of his trip to be a good father to his children, um, all while being chided by Flanders for his behavior to treat Israel with reverence. Which is fair, I mean, Israel is sacred, but there was zero respect shown to Homer to do any of that. On top of all the Israel tour guide stuff, which Sasha Baron Cohen did a terrible job. It's it's one of the few times when I can honestly say I can't stand Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, it's not funny, and many other shows have done setups like this better. Uh, many other documentaries have been a lot more faithful to Israel. Um, when Homer goes to Jesus's burial ground to sleep, yes, it's bad. It's offensive. It's something from a religious perspective. I get would be offensive. I understand why Flanders is mad, but what Flanders does here is even worse in that temple. Not only does he uproot Homer, who again does not want to be there, but attempts to cater Homer's vacation to Homer's salvation, which is something he doesn't want. Flanders inside of that temple is actively making noise, actively breaking things in Jesus' tomb, whilst invading on Homer's good vacation memories. And to say that Homer is not worth saving while lacking a complete introspection on himself and his own errors in judgment to Homer on this trip is just absolutely appalling. This isn't a case of, say, Bart Star, the season 9 episode where Bart played football and Homer became a coach because Homer insulted Flanders into basically giving him the job because Flanders was sick of his heckling. No, this is just Ned Flanders being Ned Flanders, and he gets no form of come offense bar being banned for life from Jesus' resting place, nor does he learn to better himself. This is all about Homer's journey, which, by the way, is incredibly rushed. You know, the only way I could see saving this is making it a two-parter, fleshing out the jokes a lot, and flipping the story on its head, making it about Flanders' own warped view of Christianity. Maybe this thing would work. Or cut the Sasha Baron Cohen character entirely? And make it work that way. Um, But, good God, it's completely flawed. I understand why it's there. It is my worst episode so far by a country frickin' mile.
0: I was actually about to comment on the fact that um, you can bear you're barely able to defend it yeah like I I would almost say this I, is indefensible I, for you
1: the only way I defend it is by saying Homer's actually being a good father here and Homer is perfectly within character here the opening is funny as hell but you would want like if I had to give anybody a recommendation for this episode, Watch the first maybe seven minutes. That's the only thing of any value here. Once it goes to Israel, it plummets, absolutely plummets. I understand why it's here. It's my least favorite by a mile. And if it wasn't for this opening, this episode would be complete garbage. Yeah, um, on that note,
0: I do want to say I appreciated the B-plot with the, um, the Israeli military girl and how it came around when Lisa was all like, my Maga on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that girl totally would have taught Lisa, like, that just, to mess with Bart. Like, that's, that's just such a thing.
1: Go <laughs> bro, no crap <no> Maga.
0: <laughs> yeah. Come on, Grime! Yeah, it was... <laughs> that, that part, I, I did quite like that bit. Um, but yeah, outside of that, like, the A-plot doesn't work, and it's not even, like, a couple tweaks. Yeah. It's the whole thing.
1: You'd have to rewrite it entirely, or flesh this thing into a two-parter, and make it about Flanders, not Homer.
0: Yeah. Like, it would have been interesting if they had taken the perspective of Ned closes the curtains, but it still bugs him. Yeah. So they move to a different room, but it still bugs him. And so then he's trying to go introspectively to understand why does it still bug him? And then he ends, he's like, I'm going to do a pilgrimage to Israel. And then, I don't know, insert the Simpsons won a prize trip or something here. And then there they are. And that's why it irritates Ned, because he's trying to figure out why.
1: He's trying to figure out his own salvation.
0: Yeah, he's trying to figure out his salvation. Why is he so bothered by Homer now? And then, of course, the thing you're trying to figure out you're so bothered by is right there, everywhere. Which would explain his irritation more, I think, anyway.
1: they, They did something similar, and Homer loves Flanders, and it was great. Because, um... Like, Flanders... Flanders and Homer... Went to a football game together. Flanders got tickets. Went to a football game together. Um... Flanders and Homer... Had fun at the football game. There was a giant... Nacho hat, and... You know, it's very cordial between the two of them. Even though Homer doesn't really want to go. Um... Stan Taylor, I think his name was, a player for the Springfield Isotopes football player, New Flanders and um, he got uh, Homer a football, Homer named the football Stitch Face. And then he, like Homer thought to himself, my God, Flanders is my friend. Not only that, he's my best friend and I love him. And, um, he resolves that the whole Simpsons family should spend more time with the whole Flanders family. They go out on a picnic. Um, you know, you've got the classic, don't worry, there's no sugar in Pixie sticks." Uh, that, <laughs> whole, that whole... <laughs> and you see the <laughs> difference Sorry. in the Simpsons family and the Flanders family. And then, like, the last little bit is Homer and Flanders Flanders trying to figure out why he hates Homer Simpson. Mm -hmm. It, It works a lot better. And if you were to put religious Flanders into that situation in a religious sense, I think it would work and work well. And you'd have a lot more time to devote to your heritage pieces because you would get Flanders to Israel a lot sooner. You didn't need the Bible study group there at all. I think the only one who did anything for it was Hibbert, mm-hmm. which you could have had any doctor give that diagnosis.
0: Yeah, uh, it's um, or you could have just had him in on the. It's like, hey, why are you here? Well, you know, like insert joke here. He's just he's just there on the plane. Like, it, it didn't you didn't need that whole setup. Yeah. On that note. Uh, this is probably… well, see, I don't want to say probably, because we still have four more episodes. I'm thinking this one might end up being the most irredeemable for you, I think. But I'm not sure. There's a lot of things I hate. Yeah. I My big question to you now is, is did you want to do a recap on your list? I don't think the list has changed, except for where this would be ranked.
1: This is ranked dead last. Without a doubt. Absolute
0: dead last. And then the rest just stay the same if you were watching last week. Uh, Dead last. In our next episode, little Nathan Crabsworth will be reviewing and defending every man's dream. Bum, bum, bum. And then I get to watch... The President Wore Pearls. Oh,
1: goody, I'm excited for you to get this one. Oh, <laughs> goody. Oh, boy.
0: I, I just realized there's a lot of episodes from season 15 that you've given me.
1: Yeah, I... And I
0: don't know what that says about the writers on season 15.
1: Here's what you need to know about season 15, okay? Uh, if you were a fan of uh, season four uh, the tail end of season 3 and the beginning of season 5. Um, a lot of them were show ran by Al Jean and Mike Reese. Um, beginning around season 14, and he took full effect in season 15, uh, Al Jean was firmly in control, once again. So you got Homer being a good father, less jerk ass Homer, and uh, more outlandish bullshit that somehow, some way works. <laughs> and yes, I've given you a lot of season 15, but there yeah. is a good reason for that. Um, I think there, there's one other one that I'm going to go nuts when you get to, because it's a dynamic that they hardly ever play around with. And I know you're gonna love it. And I can't wait. This one, I know you're going to enjoy too
0: all right this is gonna be awesome uh and then how do you feel about yours
1: oh boy (laughs) i I know i put i know i put one episode on here to um oh no this is the homer narcolepsy oh god no okay Uh... i i now know which one this is uh crap uh this one's going to be hard. Okay, I was r- I'm really hoping to get to kill the alligator and run. Just so that I can think of myself, okay, there's still some essence of classic Simpsons here. <laughs> but no, I have to go through Every Man's Dream where Homer's got narcolepsy. Um, but it also has one of the best ending sequences of all time. And I'm going to have to show you the song they use when we get off but it is, it is absolutely beautiful, and that part in itself, I remember watching and loving. So, I've got something to hang on here to here, but it's not gonna be fun.
0: I I personally can't wait to see you get to your number ten, because <sighs> I've I've heard you mention your your number ten episode before in the past and I'm I'm curious to see this like kinda you unload about this about number ten. But it is number seven next. I uh, for those of you who are just here, guess what? We always thank our fans at the end. In particular we single out Jerry from Kazakhstan. I Jerry our, on, yep. is our Yep.
1: It was your love. Yep. yep. Your love to cut me through this.
0: In, instead of a do-it-for-her sign, Nathan has a do-it-for-jerry sign. It's true. Yep. Uh also check us out at www.deathpixie.ca You can see our video projects, song projects, um, the nausea projects, such as the the uh the Christmas special project or this Ooh, all kind it's of all about extractors. Extractors is coming in the summer. It will be the summer blockbuster coming oh, and I'm to you.
1: So I and,
0: and like all summer blockbusters, there will be the R version and the PG thirteen version. So you know,
1: giving you all this stuff for the PG thirteen version. Or...
0: I don't think you've given me all of it, but anyway, anyway, that's happening. Um, circus stuff is happening. All that fun stuff. But the biggest thing about the website, the biggest thing, the biggest thing is. You can hire us. In particular, you can hire Crabsworth Nathan for your voiceover needs. Do you have like a documentary? He could do that. Do you have a pilot show? He could do that. Do you have a well-established show that's like 20 plus years in the running and you need some voices for it because people might be retiring? He can do that. Uh, do you have a ringtone that you want? He could do that too. He will take your money, won't you? It's true. I will. He will absolutely. Let me put it this way. He voiced sentient dick cheese for me for free. He will absolutely do what you ask him to for money.
1: Do you want me to just go into sentient dick cheese right now? Is it? No, is no, that no. You like, do you want me to just go? I
0: live! And that is one of the ringtones he offers. <laughs> uh on that note thank you so much for listening we try to keep this always ad free if you hear ads we are not making money for it it is just the platform that you listen to so thank you so much and do you have any comments to give little crabs with nathan
1: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls the simpsons have given us many hours of television good do not allow what I say about one horrible 22-minute episode to change your entire view on the series. Watch The Simpsons, but avoid that episode like the blank. And you
0: on will, that note... I'll
1: put it to you like this. Put it to <laughs> you like this. Um, I would rather watch any Star Wars movie other oh. Possibly other than possibly oh. Rise of Skywalker oh. over this. It was it was awful. And okay, fine. I would gladly watch eight Star Wars movies over this. <laughs> because Rise of Skywalker was just awful.
0: So there is one thing worse than this. I think the only redeemable part of uh, Star Wars 9... This is our bonus stuff for those of you who have stayed with us and not left. Um, I think the only redeemable part of that for you was my evil, evil reaction to the kiss instant death at the end of that movie.
1: (laughs) I remember when it first came out on Disney Plus, because it was like the one Star Wars movie I hadn't watched. Yeah. And you were like, You have to watch Rise of Skywalker. I said, But it's gonna suck. And then you said, Yes, yes it does. But there's one part of it that that warms my cold, evil of soul.
0: Yep. It's be it. I I heard the cries of a thousand shippers scream out in joy and then abject terror. And it was glorious.
1: And there was two minutes of that entire Star Wars movie two minutes that felt like Star Wars. And they both revolved around Carrie Fisher's death. Yep. how do you uh, t- And Harrison Ford returning because Carrie
0: Fisher died. Yep. Uh, But can we, I, I have to give a shout out to R2. He was there till Carrie like did the disappearing. R2? <laughs> Yeah. R2, R2 stayed. Stayed till the very end. Held watch till the very end. I'm cheering up okay. thinking about it. Like, it was such an emotional thing, man. Is
1: it bad that, like, both of my favorite parts from. Star Wars 8 and Star Wars 9 were revolved around R2.
0: No, R2 is like your yeah, your character.
1: Luke and R2 in Episode 8. I, I'm sorry, I don't care how you feel about Episode 8. Personally, I'm fine with it. I'm uh, fine with Episode 8 too. But-, but Not but- 9, not 9 though. But freaking Luke and Art 2 Yes, I-, I know. Hey, Sacred Planet, watch the language. <laughs>
0: all right. On that note, we will see you all again for uh, the next episode of Nathan Crabsworth is torturing himself. Miri's just going, whee! Why did I come up with this? That's the bigger thing, is you came up with this, not me. I can't believe I suggested this. Oh, but I anyway, have a wonderful morning, evening, night, uh, 2 a.m. because you're an insomniac and can't sleep. So listen to us oh, for. Please, you have to you have to go into the Homer Narconics episode now. Yeah. Right. Uh. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye.